0: All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Two One Five Seamer Podcast. My name is Connor Doherty, here with Dylan Campbell and Matt Kerwin. Michael Culps currently MIA. Not sure what he's up to, but we got uh we got the OG three with us right now.
1: Boys, how are we doing? Not so great. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the Phillies, the Phillies hurt right now. The Phillies are hurting me right now. not really I mean like honestly you know it's early but you know how long can I actually say it's early until it's just like oh no what are we doing here you know yeah (laughs) but it's yeah go ahead
2: the Marlins gonna be you know not that this is the tone for the whole season but it was 2022 a fever dream with the Marlins where they don't actually kick our ass every year and is it just going to be back to like Marlins take two out of three from us every time they play us? They, they look good. I mean, to your to your point with the bats, man, they have some power, especially with the rise in the middle of the lineup. They they get some. Dude, power. Dude, he's now. hitting
1: like five hundred, 500. yeah, 500, 600 right now. And I think the thing is, listen, he's the AL batting champion for a reason. You know, he does got some pop in his bat and you know it was a really really strategic trade for the Marlins to make it was moving jazz to the outfield seems to be decent hasn't really hurt them too much he hasn't really been too impactful yet no. maybe that's the curse of the MLB the show cover who knows um <laughs> deserved or not
2: deserved we don't deserved do or that. not
1: deserved i don't <laughs> know but the thing is the Marlins are a good team and honestly you got to give kudos to arias for the cycle, you know, that's the first, he was, he basically got the Marlins the, their first cycle in franchise history. They were the last team to ever have a cycle hit wow. apparently. Wow. <laughs> so now all 30 teams have had a cycle, uh, a player from their team has hit the cycle. So good for him. Um, You know, I thought it was really awesome, you know, that we lit up Alcantara on the first game. That was cool. You know That was important. I feel like that made a statement, but you know, how the Phillies are, soon as you pull back the curtain oh man everyone falls away you know it's just like it's one of those things you know sometimes i don't i don't think that the marlins are going to be kicking our proverbial ass every time we play them and winning the series every time i think that right now this team is hurt it is is like it is tragic how hurt this team is like your starting first baseman and your backup first baseman are both gone now. You are turning to Cody Clemens. Good thing there's ax- 19 other of them on the roster. I know. I know. I know. You're right. But it's just like moving Bohm to first wasn't my favorite move. It, it's he hasn't made any errors yet, so that's great. But you know. That's because he's a Platinum Glover. I mean, what are you going to do? You'd like take a Platinum Glover from third base and move him to first base? I mean, how how hard can you really mess up at that point? Let's be honest. Is,
2: Sosa's looked good, but Sosa hasn't looked. I mean, he, he hasn't made errors, but he hasn't made all of the plays. And I'm not saying Bohm would make them over him, but there's been a few. Let's just say I'd like seeing Sosa at shortstop more than i like seeing Bone at first. Um, It, it is tough. I think it comes down to also, and I want to hear your guys' opinion, but like today, especially situational hitting, you know, you get into the first inning, and you have first and third with no outs, and they don't score a guy, um, and I know that pitcher they had on the mound today was good. I'm blanking on his name. I don't know why. But Ed- Edward strong. Cabrera. Thank you. Cabrera. He had a nice curveball, but then you get up again, and it's, you know, it happened throughout the game, but we're you Know what bottom 10 and uh Mundo Sosa's on third, and Pache comes up to bat okay and just takes the, the biggest daddy hack of all time and like breaks his bat. weak grounder to third, pot flight to third, you know, one out, nothing happens. So it's this I feel like this want to hit the long ball when no one's really hitting the long ball, uh, and it's it's hurting us the lack of situational hitting, believe us then.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, like like you said, we can't string any hits together. Like, we're getting two, and then we can't score anyone in. You know, um, it's just, it's unfortunate because people are hitting. That's the thing. People are hitting, but it's just like, it's one hit, strikeout. Another hit, strikeout, strikeout, inning over. No. Like Like, you know, or, you know, it's two strikeouts and then hit, hit, walk, and then out once more like like it's just like it's the worst luck every time you know and i won't say that the umpires were that great the, over the past few games like there was oh, some no. real questionable calls especially oh, w- with the uh, gene segura <laughs> that one call but <laughs> like in game two um but you know it's just we're four and eight right now You know, as of the recording of this podcast, we're four and eight and it's just really unnerving for the National League champions to be like this. But at the same time, I'm like, they were like this last year and, you know, they were hurt last year and also they weren't hurt and they still, you know, they had to fire a manager to light a fire under this team. Like, do we have to fire Rob Thompson to get another like run? I mean, like, I don't know who who's in there. Who's gonna be uh, who's gonna be able to like take his place on, if that were, were even to happen? But like, you but, know, like, you it, know, there we go. It, oh, there we go. <laughs> everyone, Michael Culp has joined the show. Absolutely. All right, and you know, it's just—is this team going to need some dramatic thing to happen just to do exactly what they were paid to do? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I think that, you know, obviously we're only 12 games in. Only winning four of them is not where you want to be, especially coming off a World Series appearance. Obviously, losing Bryce is killing us. But I have a funny feeling we could be seeing him play games in weeks, not months. May or may not have been told something. Weeks, not months. Yeah, uh, Reese hurts offensively, not too much defensively.
2: Well, wait a second. What were you told? Are you going to lord this over us with some Jason Bourne source?
3: Yeah, hey, come on, man. Jared. Uh,
1: that's exactly what we're going to do, actually. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, they put out the articles like he's been cleared to like hit. They said in-game. he could
0: probably hit in a game now,
1: but it's a yeah. S- yeah. sliding thing. Yeah, it's it's the sliding thing. He just and hasn't been cleared to base run.
2: He's got the brace on whenever he's not doing anything, which is a weird look. Like if he's just just in the field or if he's just hanging out, and he's got that robot brace on. But if he's doing it, you know, doing anything, he doesn't need it. So like it seems so. It seems mid June is like okay, there you go. At least I think, according to Connor's ghost source,
3: I think he's going to be back in two two to four weeks.
2: Really, two, I think not that soon. Oh, not
3: two, that soon. Yeah, two or four. I think he'll be rehabbing by then.
0: Yeah, and
1: four I think weeks he will be
0: rehabbing. doing rehab games
1: by this May. time next month. Yeah. Oh, by mid-May. By mid-May, I, thought, I believe I we were about
3: that. I thought we were talking you, about him doing rehab.
1: No, 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 no. I
0: I think maybe ballpark six weeks. I, I, I listen that for... that's
1: that's first week of June that lines up that lines up that lets up, people have been saying for like early really? June. six weeks I thought it was only like a month and a half yeah six um, weeks is a month and a half
0: sorry I told you guys I'm not a guy on the pod last week uh but yeah no <laughs> no that's five see, weeks five weeks rehab a week of rehab he'll be
1: uh dh
0: six weeks
1: yeah and honestly i could see i mean the fact that he's been taking ground balls at first too that's oh i knew
0: you were gonna say that it has listen, nothing listen, to do with anything
1: listen, he's, just listen. I I he's, he's just getting, getting working. working i know he's just getting working i know he's just getting working but the dude any guy who was a former catcher can flip can play first base I don't know. Not that if dude's...
2: not if you can't throw, like okay. physically can't throw a baseball.
1: Dude doesn't yeah. have to throw the baseball that far. What are you talking about? Throw it back to the pitcher. That's he's got to throw dude... it
2: to second base and the double play.
1: If he's not cleared to throw, he's not cleared to throw.
2: Like he uh, end of story. I don't care. Scott had. whatever there's want to say. I, I don't.
1: I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Fielder's choice. Everything. Fielder's choice. Everything. Okay. I don't care.
2: Okay.
1: Like we're going to get a lot of. Uh, the only double plays are going to be coming from second to short. To first or short to second to first.
0: Like But what are you gonna do on pickoffs? Like how are you gonna get the ball back to the mound?
1: He can, he He's can toss drop the ball back, to, no. No. back. No. To no, no, he'll walk it. He'll be like smalls from the sand lot. He'll just like take the ball and then walk it back <laughs> to the pitcher. Do a little hidden ball trick when he comes back, it'll be great. It's the baseball we need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Colt? About
3: Harper? God. Yeah. I uh, uh, I don't think he should be playing first, first and foremost. I think it's probably better off, better off just him DH. I think he'll probably be starting rehab probably two to two to four weeks. Be back in about uh, I'd probably go four to four to five weeks. And we'll be back on the roll, man. I mean, he's the spark that we need right now. Yeah. Our team is struggling. Our bullpen sucks right now. We're just up in yeah. flames. But Castellanos is looking
1: good. So. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something.
3: Hey, man, he's hitting 300 with a 400 on base. So. Where, are my bad... fi-
1: Where are my he's 15 bad... home runs?
3: Hey, hey, hey he's better than Turner right now.
0: That's true. How many uh home runs is he on pace to finish the season with?
3: Uh, Zero. At least 20.
2: At least 20. I, I bet well, he to hit one 285. To be
1: to... I bet
2: he has 45 <laughs> doubles and 15 home runs in the year. I think that's what – he's going to, like, lead the league in doubles and have no home
1: runs. Again. Again. He was
0: hitting, like, 330 at the end of April of last year.
2: All right. That's right. fine.
3: He's back. Yeah.
0: He was, like, our best player through the first week of May last
3: Don't year. Don't worry, man. Next week he's getting at least a pair of homers in Cincinnati.
1: Uh, he, lo- he loves to hit him out there.
3: i
0: First of all, I don't believe it's going to happen.
3: Ouch, you're so mean. I I,
0: I do have a question for you guys, though. What's that? And it pertains to Rob Thompson, his management style.
1: Yes. Um, Oh, this is going to be interesting.
0: The Phillies on, was it Tuesday night? Dropped 15 runs on the Marlins. Nine off Sandy Alcantara. The reigning Cy Young Award winner?
2: Monday night, but yes. Sorry. Monday
0: night. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, because I keep thinking today's Thursday. Um but yeah, fifteen that night, nine against Contra, who won the NL Cy Young uh last year, not a big deal. <laughs> and the very next night he just pigeon tosses the lineup. They got them fifteen runs.
3: It felt like a scheduled loss, as Doc Rivers would say.
0: But, like, what is he – what's the plan here? What is he doing? Oh, because it of feels... the oh, – oh,
1: you mean the righty versus lefty matchup type
0: deal? I, not even that. Like, you just watched your team drop nine against one of the best pitchers in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't care about righty-lefty. Like, why not just stick with it for a few days?
1: I think that I
2: wonder—is you know, it an early season thing? Do you guys think?
1: I mean, I don't he's, think it is. I don't think it is. I mean, he—he he is trying to work the matchups. Like he—he he, like created that lineup. Like Pache and Harrison are getting starts. Harrison he, should not but, be playing. Why though? Harrison, Harrison not be
3: is up. Harrison should be in the minor leagues. All right, he should not be up here. It's
1: debatable. He's—he's—he's he's a, he's, 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 he's a he's decent old. utility man.
3: He's old. And his his uh you know his bat speed is so slow now. Like I want Kingery, man. Oh,
1: no, no, yes. he's not. no,
2: Kingery is he's he's in good down there. I'd rather see Scott Kingery more. than Josh
0: Harrison. Look like that! Yeah, I, I think is being paid like a major leaguer. We should at least give him a chance to be one. That's fair. I I will. That's just you simple guys return that. on your investment right there. That's not yeah. even.
1: I mean, you're not wrong about that. I just, you know, I don't think that Josh Harrison is literally the issue per se, though Kingery being a right There's hand, a lot
0: more issues than just Josh Harrison.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, you know, Kingery coming up, he is a righty bat, so that is huge. Um, the thing is, you know, I, I don't know. You know, Pache has been looking really good, much better than he was the first couple of games that he played, and I think that, you know, you got to... He, he, I mean, he's he's hit in every in every game he's played since uh, he got home. So, no, well, I mean, he had one pinch hit at bat, but it's yeah. like uh, that pissed me. You know. off. but you know, he has been really good defensively, and he has been pretty decent at the plate. You know, hopefully, he can keep it up. Um, I think he's going to be a, a pretty smart pickup for the Phillies in the long run. I think he's a much, I think he's a much better player than. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's better than Matt Vierling, but he was he's always ceiling for sure. He, 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 he was he was projected to always be better than he was like a top prospect, supposed to be oh, the yeah. center fielder for the Braves when he was, you know, for the foreseeable, was, um, like for Michael a long Harrison time, Jr., right? Before Michael
2: Dude, Harris, is that his name? Yeah, Michael Harris, got,
1: the second, yeah.
2: Sayers.
3: I think Pache is going to be what Romy Quinn ever was. I'm not saying it right now. Maybe in two, three months. Healthy. You
1: know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Healthy. I was going to say hitting the ball on the ground, you know, using his speed to his advantage.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that Pache was a really, really great pickup in the long run. Harrison, you could replace him with, uh, you know, with Scott Kingery and see what happens. I mean, he is another righty bat you know, both Harrison and him are ready. I do think what they
2: should do, though, is instead of replacing Harrison with Hingary, replace Harrison with Ponche and then just keep Marsh in against left-handed pitching. Why do we have to switch him out? Like every other damn day, Marsh is hitting like mid to high 300s right now. He had a homer off the lefty the other day. Yeah, maybe it suffers a little bit. I'd rather see Marsh
1: against Jesus Lizardo than Josh Harrison. I mean, yeah. Any day of the week. I agree. I I mean, the thing is, you know, during spring training, there was a bunch of things that Rob Thompson and the organization said, you know, that they were going to do like yeah. Brandon Marsh is going to be hitting against lefties, period. Yeah. Like he is going to be starting every day. Obviously, he'll get his rest day here and there. But like, and you know, we'll give Pache or whoever our outfielder was going to be at the time, probably Dalton Guthrie at the time, the start. But the thing is, once the season kind of started and the race injury happened, I feel like so many different plans got like crisscrossed and changed. Yes. Now, so now, like, I don't know if he's actually figuring stuff out or he's just trying to throw a, a product onto the field until we get some of our so, better pitchers back, which shouldn't have feels to do like with the lineup at all.
2: Which no, shouldn't it kind have of feels like he's just throwing a product on the field.
1: Yeah and it's just like it's a little it's just quite annoying because like you know this guy who got us to the world series and then like made a, a couple error like like poor decisions in the world series and we lost because of those decisions you know whether it was analytics or gut feeling actually
0: it's cuz Reese couldn't field a ground ball that, that too is-
1: that is partially it and they probably should have left wheeler in a little bit for maybe another inning but like to each also their own that. yeah so it's just like you know, I feel like you know, I don't want to dwell on twenty twenty two anymore. I feel like we're a, a lot of people are still kind of like living in that past, but I do think that twenty twenty two, in the sense, should have been that fire that carried you into this season and. The Phillies should be having an eleven eleven zero run right now, not the Tampa Bay Rays. No offense to the Rays, I think the Rays are doing a lot of great things down there. I wouldn't.
3: I wouldn't go that far with eleven zero, but yeah. You
1: know, Listen, what? Well, why? I why? Why shouldn't come, we? Uh, why shouldn't we be though? Should be
3: at least what three. fine. That's that's fine. I mean, seriously, that's what we should be right now. We play. I know. I agree. We, play, we have played awful teams other than the Yankees. That is it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Rangers are not I, good. The Reds are not good. And the Marlins are decent, but like beatable.
2: It feels like what Topper does is manager. And I, I do think that run is coming because we're too talented. And maybe as it heats up, maybe as the season goes, it's going to happen. It feels like what Topper does is What what, what do you do as a Baseball major league manager. I think he manages an organism that is kind of ever flowing and ever kind of moving and evolving, and he doesn't push down too hard on it. That's what, in my mind, is Topper. That's what he does. That's why it felt like a release instead of like someone like a bad substitute teacher coming in after Joe Girardi got fired. He doesn't seem like a disciplinarian. He doesn't seem like someone who screams at them, even though I kind of want him to. You know, he's not John Tortorella. But on that note, Kind of kicking the team in the ass, you know. This needs to yep. happen, and this has happened Harper, with the
3: yeah. Harper is going to learn first base. I just got a tweet about it from Matt Gelb.
1: Really? Yeah. No, who the guy who didn't know who the Jonas Brothers were? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no. That,
2: Regardless, do we think that um, and that's a. I want to get into that. Do we think Topper needs to be? harsher with them to get going and that bleeds into the base running fiasco which we've had maybe five six base running mistakes in the past two weeks which are just inexcusable from every angle
0: sorry they run the bases like my middle school team runs the bases
1: they don't listen no they don't and the thing is even when they do listen they like even when they so the thing is they listen But it's always too late. And when they don't want to listen, they don't commit to not listening. That's the problem. Like when Marsh didn't commit to running to home when he probably should have, like that was dumb. Like if you're going to just run home, commit to it. Like Cassianos did not run home. He basically got around third and he looked like he was tired and gassed. And then he just was just like, oh, la-di-da to the home plate. Uh, uh, to the catcher and the home plate umpire, like it was, it was, it was, it was embarrassing. Like it, it really is. Like they are playing like founders Middle School team. It's, it's, it's sad that these guys are getting mercy on twice. By the way, oh, mercy. There we go. Love to hear it. I mean, a my job. Yep. I, I, I get it. Make them run those hills, bro. Make them run those hills.
0: We don't run hills. That's football. Well, you can do no, whatever.
3: Make- Make him run, <laughs> run
0: stairs.
1: Stairs, hills.
3: Make him run stairs.
1: I, they might have run stairs before. Okay. I don't remember. But yeah, like I mean, it's just it's interesting because Rob Thompson to me had the effect that Jack Black had on that classroom in school of rock last year. There you that's go. really that that is that is the comparison I make to that. There's Matt's <laughs> pop culture reference for the episode. There you go. Um, and then you know, I mean If you think about it, Jack Black didn't stay as a teacher. I mean, he did teach music, but he started his own school somewhere else. And, you know, I'm not saying that Rob Thompson needs to leave. I'm not saying he needs to go. Rob Thompson is going to start his own baseball league (laughs) somewhere else. No, I think that Rob Thompson is a good manager. I think that what sets him apart from others and probably what he should have been manager of the year last year for um, is that he does listen to his players a little, a little bit more than most do. And, you know, I think that that's a good thing, but I also think that can be a hindrance because, you know, I think that getting a gauge on the team is always going to be important. But, like, if the players are just going to be going off on their own and not following their other coaches – what is that? I don't think that says anything about Rob Thompson. I think that says something about Dusty Wathan or Wathan and I, Paco I and Paco Figueroa. I think they That's like
2: Paco. I don't and, know if they respect Dusty anymore. And I get it because I think the Dusty in years past, we've seen it. You know, he used to be way too conservative. Now it's like, are you too aggressive? Now I don't think he helps their bad base running because I don't think he puts them in positions to succeed. So at some point it's like, okay, you got to know your players. If if Brandon Marsh is coming down the line, you gotta tell him to stop when he's coming around second.
1: Yeah, because when Brandon he's coming Marsh, around second, why are you waiting till after you, he's you know, rounding third? Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, but and it's not like that's the wrong move necessarily, you know. Maybe like a major league should pick that up, like you said in the past, but like
1: <laughs> it's just I like I don't know it, it, it was it was heinous base running, it was lack of consistent. At, like plate discipline to get runs in and then yes. overall I mean like personally I thought the pitching wasn't that bad I think that the pitching did keep you into games until they didn't like there was a point that they yeah. were just like well these guys aren't helping us out and they, I'm not saying that they actually gave up the runs on purpose or anything but it just like that's the feeling. They're shaving yeah. points yeah <laughs> no they're not shaving points this isn't uh Adam Sandler in the longest yard Another pop culture reference. This is um, Pete Rose. That too. I mean, you could go either way, but I was making the, I was making the movie reference. But anyway, I just like, I mean, the feel. That's the feeling. It's just like the batters just failed, and then the pitchers were like, they they like gave out. That's what it felt like. Obviously, that's not what actually happened. The pitchers got lit up in the end, but you know, sometimes getting run support from your team does kind of help a pitcher gain that confidence and that mojo to actually like take care of business when they need to. If you're behind, it's not always going to be the best, especially when it's like the seventh, eighth inning and you're down three, four, five runs. You know. Zach Wheeler cost me money today, speaking <laughs> about pitching.
0: Had a little parlay. Trey Turner and Bryson Stott each – Over 0.5 hits. That was automatic. And I had Zach Wheeler over. Yeah. I had Zach Wheeler over six and a half strikeouts and he got six.
1: Damn. Wow. One strikeout off. off. Yeah. I mean, they both, like Nola and Wheeler, both have pitched well, but they've both kind of suffered. Like they're not, they're either. What? They've had had one
3: or two bad innings each time.
1: Yeah. I know. Nola
3: has that one inning and it blows up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe this away series, maybe their next starts, which are probably going to be in, on the south side of Chicago next week. Um, You know, maybe by those next two starts, they're probably going to get games five and six in this uh, during this away series. You know, maybe maybe that's the turnaround game for them. Who knows?
0: I think yeah. Nola has the fourth game in Cincinnati and Wheeler has the first game in Chicago.
1: Is that what it is? Okay. Is it four and how, three? It's,
0: it's... Is it four and three? Uh, I know the Reds is four. I the think. Reds
1: is
2: four. Yeah. Four is such it's a long a... series, dude. Oh
0: my gosh. I know, yeah, especially to the be in care, Cincinnati. But... Oh. Yeah. Wow.
3: Isn't yeah. is isn't this about to be like a uh, long, long like you know road trip? Not r- road trip, but like. games.
0: No, they're play- back home after. Know, yeah, game. they're back home next seven. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, they're
1: yeah it's seven. So it's four in Cincinnati and three in Chicago against what the about White the, Sox.
3: The game's played in a row. I, I heard that's like
1: – Yeah, it's seven it's, then, seven it's seven. in a row.
2: And then next no. Wednesday we're in Colorado.
3: Yeah, but I'm talking No, about- no, no. Next
1: I think Thursday, Colorado's here. It's home. Next we're Thursday. back home. We're home next Thursday against oh, Colorado, Colorado for four. Yeah, but
3: yeah, I don't think oh, there's I'll any – oh, sh- I'm talking about, you know – there's not going to be many days off over the next like month. Their, their next day, day,
1: day, day off is Monday, April 24th. That's yeah. their next day off. They're playing straight through. And so they haven't had an off day since original opening day last Thursday.
2: There goes the, the bullpen.
3: Yeah, our bullpen is going to be tagged.
1: Hmm. Already Ooh. is. Man, we're already using Matt Strom. Who... Has been great still, yeah. It has been. He's been their best starter so far. I know, which is not good. I know yeah. it's not good that their fifth starter is their best starter.
2: So do we, we have confidence do... in Nola? I'm sorry. So do we have confidence? Yeah, we have in...
1: confidence in Nola. I I feel
2: cautious right, feel... about Nola. What do you feel about I feel it? For?
3: I feel I feel good about it. It's just one inning. You just have to get ahead of it. You got to have bullpen action when he's has like know 75 pitches about that's when he usually starts falling apart so
0: yeah yeah, but you can't count on your
1: ace to be going five innings
0: and then the wheels fall off yeah.
1: yeah no matter no matter what i i you know i'm not nervous about nola or or wheeler in that sense i think that both of them you know you know what it is i both i feel like they're both cramming for a test basically they both did not I I just don't feel like they prepared to start the season. It just didn't feel like it. Like they started off really poorly and, you know, it seemed like everyone else besides them was Mm kind of caught up, had studied for the test and it just like, didn't feel like they were. And I feel like, you know, by the end of April, you know, last couple weeks of April, we're going to get like, they're going to get probably, you know, maybe this month, they'll probably get two, maybe three more starts this month. I could see them by yeah, that second, all right. Yeah, like the second or third start that they get, I think that they're going to be like humming. Like, I think that Nola's probably going to be like, we're going to get an eight inning game by Nola with one run, you know, like at the most. That's
0: the thing about Nola. When you least expect it, he'll go like eight innings, strikeout 13.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we, like, no one no, no.
0: Three hits.
1: Yeah, and it's like Wheeler's gonna go. And he'll do seven it like innings, ninety-four too. pitches. Yep, he's super efficient. It's like well, if he gets in his groove, he's gonna be super efficient. It's it, they're both Nolan Wheeler both have like the same mo when it comes to that. And Wheeler's command today was brilliant most of the game, except for I know when
2: he walked like three, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I honestly, like, also, I think that, you know, part of that kind of came with the umpire. Like, the umpire was letting some shit go right over the top of the, yeah.
0: Can the umpire stop bending us over?
1: Yeah, legitimately. Legitimately. Get the AirPods in.
0: Let the AI tell you what's a strike and what's a ball. Because you guys Hmm. can't fucking figure it out.
3: There should be, like, you know, you can flip it at least five or six times a game for each team like you know you know well, like we can
1: ch- they're well, thinking can about it next
3: year challenge. it's like we can challenge like outs and stuff i think you should get like five or six like times you can challenge a ball yeah. or strike so
1: there's something
2: that is just atrocious
1: that, that there's a the difference between undo all the pitch clock that i know um, at that point it would undo yeah it would undo the pitch clock but i heard that they like you know they are definitely you know trying to think about doing some type of challenge system or just like the Robo-UMPs are going to correct it automatically, even if they call it wrong.
3: I'm not a big fan of the Robo-UMPs. I'm just talking about, like, you know, the...
1: You're not a
0: big the, fan of anything they're doing right now.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, you're, I'm a purist of a fan, so, you know, like...
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> who, who's the bad umpire that we had recently? It was uh, C.B. Oh,
0: Buckner. Oh, yeah, C.B. Buckner.
3: Like, yeah. if you have a ball called... If you had a strike called seven inches off the plate... You should be able to challenge that. But like one, you know, half inch, it's,
1: you know, whatever. <laughs> or a ball that's thrown completely down the middle yeah, of the plate.
3: Yeah, like something like that. <laughs> that was like, so
1: bad.
0: One, uh, one thing I want to get your guys' opinion on with this slow start is that the Phillies are already four back in the East to a team that Finished 14 games in front of them last year. So is there any worry on your guys' part that the longer this kind of slump goes on, the more like the bigger a lead is gonna be uh extended by the Braves?
1: No. I and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. The Braves, I mean, one, they lost Michael Harris the second, even though Michael Harris the second was not doing as you know good as he normally was he was hitting like 200 um to start the season um i will say that you know the braves are a little bit out of luck because they're four and five are both rookies brand new straight out of the farm system they've had a little bit of success they're doing okay but they are more or less in a very similar position to us that they really only have two to three legitimate starting pitchers and the rest are all hurt so winning their games that's the difference because, like, the thing is, you have to admit like. I'll give the Braves props that they are winning games, but they're also they're they're not winning every game. And I and I'm going to be honest with you. I think even after at the end of this month, the NL East is going to this season because of interleague play. The NL East is going to be a much tighter race than people actually anticipate. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be someone wins 100, someone wins 95, the next team wins 90. You know, I think it could be, you know, the NL, the NLE, the division is going to be decided between three or four teams in 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 this division in a very tight margin. I don't think it's going to be like one team completely blowing the other two or three out of the water or two teams being really good and then a big gap and then another team or two, you know, I don't think, I I don't think it's going to happen. And I, and, you know, because, you know, I've seen the Braves struggle, you know, they won four, four or five games in a row, and then they lost four in a row and then they won a couple more and then they've lost a couple more. Like they're going to, they're evening out a little bit. I don't think that they're pulling away as much as people think. I think that the Mets are kind of just staying 500 right now for the most part. You know, they're they're still figuring out their stuff. The Marlins are still figuring out their stuff. And then I feel like the Phillies are figuring out their stuff, but also like trying to get by at the same time. So we have like two hurdles as opposed to maybe one, like some of these other teams. Like, yes, all of these teams have injuries, but I don't think any of them have been as hurt as the Phillies have to start the season. Which is, you know, unprecedented, but it does happen. However, I do think that it's a really good thing that, you know, Nelson, Sanchez, Suarez are all, you know, getting into their rehab assignments. They're all, you know, pitching and they're all going to get back into it. I'm not saying that Sanchez and Nelson light the world on fire, but getting Ranger Suarez back on consistent r- in rotational starts is going to be huge for this team. Genuinely. Huge.
2: I think it's it's only an issue, and it's still so early. Those are great points, Matt. If we go into next week on this road trip and just just fall completely flat, then it's then I would think the you know the signs of worry are starting to really creep in. You know, yeah. If we just if we play like shit against the Reds and the White Sox, two non, let's just say, contending teams. Maybe the White Sox are a little different, but if we just fall flat and then we go into a homestead against the Rockies and fall flat, then it's like, okay. But what do you, what do you guys think?
1: I just think that if this team finishes 500 by the end of April, and then we get a few of our players back who we need, I'll be okay. I think that people should be okay. Um, You know, I think if we, like, I mean, that's always kind of been our thing, you know, as long as we finish 500 at this benchmark and then get this injured player that's been out for like a month or two back, it's going to springboard and it's going to flip the script, you know, so to speak. And I think that that's always been, that has been the recipe for the Phillies. At least it was the last year.
2: Hanging, hanging in, and then flipping in position.
1: But yeah, I think that, you know at the end you know what do you guys think our records going to be over this next seven game uh road series
0: i think they go out on the road they figure it out and they come back uh after they come back they have uh colorado seattle and houston yeah in houston and then la so you got to you got to get some wins in the bank here while you can. Mm-hmm. Cuz then whenever you come back, you have three playoff teams waiting for you after the uh after the Rockies, whatever the hell they are. <clears throat> um, uh, but in order to finish April 500, they would have to finish around 14-15 wins, which means they have to go 11 and 6 the rest of this month. I don't know if I see them only losing six times the rest of this month.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean – I can I easily it's... see them losing close to 10 or 11 games. Yeah, so they play uh, Seattle, L.A., and Houston, I think in that order, before the end of the month. I think it's definitely easy to see them dropping – probably a pretty decent number of those games. So you got to get these wins while you can. Uh, You got to get at least three or four against Cincinnati. Wow. You guys hear that? (laughs) At least three or four against Cincinnati. You want to come away with two or three against the White Sox. Maybe you get three or four against the Rockies. But I mean, after that, it's three against Seattle, three against Houston, against L.A., and then it's Boston, Toronto, and then out west. So there's a in the next two three series, you gotta kind of get need the, the job wins. Done. Yeah, because if you don't, you get ugly real quick.
1: Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think that the Phillies do need to go in the next seven games. They need they need to go five and two, like that's like a must. You know, obviously, it won't get them to, uh, it won't get them to five hundred, but they'll be pretty damn close to it. And I think that, honestly, there should be no excuse not to sweep the Colorado Rockies. They're a last place team. They're one of the worst teams in baseball. There legitimately should be no excuse to lose a single game to to them. And if you can, if you can do five and two against on this seven game series, get a four game sweep at home against colorado and then maybe you know and then you just steal a
0: series from one of those teams seattle
1: if maybe they steal a series from seattle get two out of three at home from seattle that would be huge like and then you're just going houston they're probably going to struggle a little bit we know we do struggle against houston but then la you know well, boys we love, we love, the boy, the love boys love LA playing series. out west. That's all they, I'm gonna say. The love boys it. love playing out west. Only thing is oh.
2: we're playing out
1: east. Are no, they, no, it no, or it's or away. It's away. Super LA. quick. Yeah, I don't know it. if anyone
2: has uh LA. Has against
1: LA. It's it's away. Oh yeah. Right, uh, you guys
2: know the show Shrinking on Apple?
1: Yes, yeah. I love that show. I do so good.
2: Do you remember the scene? It's in like third or fourth episode, and Jimmy is, you know, the, the guy who's staying in his pool house, the black veteran. I can't remember his name. He goes into the pool house, Jimmy, and the game's on, and the black guy goes, hey, it's an extra innings, and they pay to the game, and it's Jonathan Camargo on base, and it's the Phillies-Dodgers from last year. And I was like, oh, I gosh. did, I did remember see that. that? that? Yep. I, was like, I, I did it. see I that. that. That was so fun. Anyways.
1: Side note, I, I, you know, they are going to play Houston and the Dodgers away for six games, you know, and honestly, like Houston might be a struggle. But, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they surprise L.A. like they did. Maybe they sweep L.A. in L.A. Oh! again. like, oh, my God. Like, you know, it would be great. You I know, when the they ball-
0: did that last year and then came back and got like.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sweated. laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And then. Bryce legitimate. Was it the next series was in San Diego and that's when Bryce got hurt. That was like, that was the the Blake Snell pitch. And then, but, you know, like then we're coming back playing Boston and Toronto at home and then it's going to be Colorado and San Francisco series. That should be a very manageable series. Again, Colorado and San Francisco are both bad teams. We shouldn't be losing series to them, even if they are the home away, you know, it's like it, it's it's like it's going to be like a week. It's like a week and a half of struggle followed by a week and a, a week or so of like you should win these games. And then like another struggle. And then, you know, it's it's going back and forth is what what I'm seeing pretty much all the way through the schedule. I mean, it is a pretty even schedule. I'm not saying we're going to finish 500 or anything like that. But, you know. I hope that we can actually snag some series wins in, in, in the end. But I digress. I think the fans have had enough of us for 40-some minutes. So thanks for listening to the 215 Seamer podcast. Good morning, good evening, good night, whenever you listen. Peace. Peace.
0: Later.